What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast and happy Friday. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to this on Friday. <laughs> yeah. um, we're looking at Romans chapter 13 today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in this chapter, this is uh, this interesting chapter because of what's happening in our culture and our day and age right now. Mm-hmm. If you have Romans 13 open, there's a subtitle that says Submission to the Authorities. And as we've done this podcast, we did one maybe months back where people were asking us, is there a point in time we should disobey the government? And when is there civil action that needs to take suit? And honestly, there's a lot happening today and this last couple of weeks with civil lawsuits and governors um, kind of decreeing different laws and statutes and there being lawsuits back and forth between religious institutions and outside dining and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so Romans 13 is very timely. When it talks about this, Bobby and I, we don't claim to have all the answers. We will try to give a uniting word that's um, honoring to the scripture. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll also be honest with you and speak uh, kind of from our heart uh, as to like what we think about these scriptures mm-hmm. and how they apply to us today. Yeah. So I'll just kick it off a little bit uh, here with kind of a synopsis of what's going on in chapter 13. And so um, a little background, Paul is uh, talking about this when uh, Emperor, is he an Emperor Nero is in Nero. charge. And Bad so, dude. Uh, Bad verse, dude. Verse one is talking about um, how um, every uh, earthly authority has been God-ordained. Mm-hmm. Um, then we kind of move to this transition of how we need to submit to these earthly authorities um, as long as it's not compromising God's commands. And there's kind of this thought here that's, um, you know, let's, honor um the law but more than that we need Mm -hmm. to honor the lord Mm -hmm. and our first allegiance is to god Mm -hmm. yeah and then later on in the chapter we're going to talk about loving your neighbor so that's from verse 10 and that sounds like this love does no harm to its neighbor therefore love is a fulfillment of the law and then also uh verse 14 uh we'll touch just a minute too and that's kind of about clothing yourself with jesus Mm in verse 14 and how worshiping him um and following him what that looks like and so as we read this, like Clark said, um, I'm so grateful for the Bible and how um, Paul speaking here, but really the Bible as a whole <laughs> speaks to our lives. And so um, as we read this, it's common that you'll have questions or that kind of thing pop up. And Clark and I don't want to be people that shy away from that. Um, as we've kind of brought up many other times, like it's good. It's really good to ask questions and to discern and wrestle with the scripture and that kind of stuff. And so, I mean, one of the obvious questions here that pops up um, is, and that you might be thinking too, is, okay, when is, when is it okay hmm. to disobey the government? Uh, what did Clark? Yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> well, I think a lot of things, but I'm a pastor and I'm not a businessman or a politician. So we'll look to the scriptures yeah. and, uh, there are lots of examples in the Bible of people disobeying the government. And Old Testament and New Testament, I think Bobby summed it up well when she said, we need to submit to the earthly authorities so long as they don't call us to compromise like the way of Jesus or mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. commands. Yeah. So here are some examples. Exodus 1, Pharaoh puts out an edict to kill all the baby, all the baby Hebrews mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the baby boys. And so Moses is hidden, and that's disobeying, and actually ends up being Pharaoh's daughter that raises him, and you see how God uses that. Mm-hmm. Flip to Daniel 3 and Daniel 6, Those both of those chapters. You have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that are told to bow down and pray, uh, worship this big golden uh, idol, and they say, nope, and into the fiery furnace they go. 
Daniel 6, they're told to pray again just to the king. Daniel mm-hmm. says, nope, into the lion's den he goes. Uh, so there's a number of other examples from the Old Testament. If you flip all the way to the New Testament, one of the more uh, recent and kind of ones that you'd read right away is in Acts, Acts 4. Peter, James, John, the crew are out sharing the gospel, and they are arrested multiple times, beaten, thrown in jail, and threatened, saying, if you preach the gospel again, you're back in here. If you preach the gospel again, you might die. Mm -hmm. And what do they do? They disobey. Mm -hmm. They continue to go out and continue to preach. So there's two sides to the coin. One is there are earthly laws like paying taxes. Yeah, we should do that. Um, Adhering to curfew, I don't know, sound ordinances, speed limits, whatever it is. Like Mm -hmm. there are aspects of the human law that do not compromise the laws and the instructions given to us in the scriptures. We can gladly fulfill those with a joyful heart. On the flip side, if it does come to a point in time where they're saying, hey, you need to do certain things, take a life, uh, not worship at all, or whatever, it's like, no, we're we're not submitting to that. Mm -hmm. That is... um, well, you just mentioned too, like Acts 4, like you can't talk about the gospel. You can't talk about Jesus, this person that was just hung on a cross and died for us. You can't. And so that's like a direct violation mm-hmm. of their the nature of God's law saying, go out and, and talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. So like Bobby said earlier, she said it well, submit to the earthly law as long as it doesn't compromise God's commands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so one of the things then that naturally flows from this as we were processing too, was kind of this next question that's like, okay, like when, um, Mm -hmm. when are we, you know, going inside or when, you know, there's been different kinds of lawsuits like Clark said, and and I'm so grateful because there has been a stand saying, um, no, no church, church is essential. And um, so we're grateful for that. And then in the other hand, while we're holding that and balancing it, we also want to love and respect these people that we care about. We want to take care of each other. And so that's a question that comes up those, you know, we, we've been outside and that's great, but like what's next, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I can speak to us specifically at a man. And I think that the heart of the elders and the admin team has constantly been to walk in a balance. And one is, obviously, the sole purpose of God creating us is to worship. Like, we're going to worship. Whether it's political or not, you're not going to stop us. We're going to worship. On the flip side of that that balance beam there, that teeter-totter, I guess, is what it would be, is how can the church be as loving and helpful to the community as mm-hmm. possible? Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to seek a great deal of wisdom. And if you are sick, stay home. If you have symptoms, stay home. It's that simple. Uh, if you need community and you want to worship, we have got a phenomenal setup for the church. Is it inconvenient? Yeah, it's not what we would want it to be, but it's actually been a great gift to, to me, I think to our family, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. worshiping outside. And so with that, you see there's all kinds of laws coming from the governors at different states saying, hey, you can't worship, you can have groups this big gather. Um, and I have been really grateful for the, the court system, actually, that has overruled the governors and given the freedom back to the churches, saying, you guys be wise, and you make your choice. How can you be as loving and helpful to your community as possible? And remember, ultimately, why are we here? We're here to worship God. And so how can we do that still adhering to masks and safe distancing and whatever it is that we need to do to do this well, to love our neighbor, mm-hmm. to honor each other? And I think that I think that we're able to do that that well. Mm-hmm. I think that's going well overall. Um, and I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, we... Super, super, super challenging context. And like, honestly, you guys, that's what we're reading about here too with Paul. Like talk about a challenging context here with what's going on in Paul's life. Yeah, for sure. Well, when you read Romans 13, thank you for bringing that up. Um, 
it's a it's a it's a more extreme context than what we have. Regardless of your political affiliations and what you think about our governor and some of the other governors here, Nero is at a whole level unto himself. Okay, yeah. this dude hated Christians. So what happened was there was a fire. Uh, Rome burnt down a large part of it. He, Nero probably did it himself. You can't conclude mm. that officially. He probably did it himself. He blamed it on the Christians that he could torture these people. He did horrible things, heinous mm. things. I think we mentioned it in the past. I think. But basically, yeah. like, humans are getting ripped limb from limb. They're getting eaten by animals. They're impaled on poles. They're lit on fire to be lanterns. And he's doing horrible sexual acts with multiple people. And it's just as heinous as you get. And so with that in mind, you read Romans 13.1, like Bobby said. Yeah. Everyone must submit himself or herself to the government, the authorities, because there's no authority except that which God has established. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Like, okay. So in this, we have peace going, okay, God, like I trust that you're over all of this. Mm-hmm. And we get to look past the earthly authorities and our focus is on God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so there's a challenge there. Right. Right. And so then... Um, Wait, what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about some of the challenges and how in the midst of these challenging times, Bobby and I's prayers that we would move to <laughs> yeah. conviction. Ah, uh, yes. There's a, there is a movement to conviction here. Clark and I were just talking about how um, this is a time that, um, I mean, specifically in our family, that like our kids are going to remember. This is going to be formative where our kids are going to say, hey, remember when we went to worship outside? Mom and dad, tell us that story. Why did we go outside? Or um, yeah. for you, you know, um, remember maybe you're someone that's kind of in that at risk category or you just feel like it's it's a wise decision um, to worship at home and I'm so grateful that Emmanuel has put in these hours thank you uh, Johnny Tamayo thank you Rachel Q Nene Bailey Um, so that way we can worship at home as well because that will be those those conversations too with young adults and children that will be old enough to have memories remember when we used to make a big breakfast and worship at home and that's one thing that I just want to encourage you in too is um, you know, we've got folks that are saying, you know, we want to, we want to worship, we want to be there, but, but then they're not showing up <laughs> for sure. A story of my life. And so uh, put a stake in the ground and Come show on, folks, up and worship. have a faithful story unto the Lord saying, God, you are so good. And we're worshiping outside and we're being blessed and God, you're so good. And we're worshiping on our couch and we've got our communion ready and we've got our notebooks out and we, you know, we made our coffee and we're showing up and that's, and that's mm-hmm. and we're blessed and that's a story about this time where we're turning our eyes back to the Lord and we're saying God what are you up to uh we submit ourselves fully and foremost to you yeah. um you know Paul has this prayer in 1 Timothy that uh is kind of alluding to the bigger reality that's going on here as well and so I'm going to go ahead and read that to you This is 1 Timothy chapter 2 verses 1 through 4 I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. And so really there's this prayer um, on behalf of authorities, yes, and on behalf of, you know, people in charge um, and on behalf of our, our livelihood on earth, definitely. But also there's this bigger overarching prayer that's saying, God, let your name be known. God, let people hear the gospel in this because that's what we want. We want you and your glory on earth. We want people to come into healing and wholeness because of your name. Mm-hmm. And so I would encourage you, um, 
start praying. If you're not, pray for your government authorities. These people are um, Mm -hmm. made in the image of God. These people are beloved. These people um, have a chance to know and understand the gospel just like all of us. So let's let's put a stake in the ground and let's... um, Mm Let's make this time really notable and to God and his goodness in our in our own hearts, in our families, in our church, in our community, yeah. and, and ultimately all over the globe. For sure. And the last thing I would say is I'm praying, as you pray for our political leaders, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for conviction. I'm praying that you would move past comfort to conviction. And if you need to be with the body of Christ outside, then worship. Like Bobby said, put a stake in the ground. For those of you who aren't comfortable and want to stay at home, move past inconvenience. We're not consumers. We're saying, I'm going to make it an amazing worship experience at home. Mm. That's incredible because mm-hmm. like Bobby said, God's moving in and above and through all of this and his 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 gospel is being preached all over the world. So we hang our hat on that and say, praise Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting times. Good day to be a Christian. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you guys, for uh, listening to the podcast, for checking out Romans chapter 13. And uh Yeah, it's just good to be with you. Have a good weekend. God bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.